0: Ragam, yevela racha koti kamalana So, the dani dani Hello and welcome
1: back to Ragara This is a podcast program that explores the world of Carnatic music. Joining me from Albany, New York, is Vidya Subramanian. In the last segment, we heard a Veena rendition by Srimati Veena Dhanamal. Could you please introduce us to Srimati Veena Dhanamal?
2: Srimati Veena Dhanamal lived between the years 1867 and 1938 she was a legendary Carnatic musician and torchbearer of the School of Carnatic Music that goes by her name. Not only was she an exceptional veena player or vainika she was also a very well-known and accomplished vocalist. The prefix veena to her name is an indicator of her exceptional mastery over that instrument. She would often play the Veena accompanied by her own singing and her music is documented in a set of historical recordings, many of which are available even today. Her style known as the Veena Danamal Bani or school of playing is still regarded as a yardstick in terms of its adherence to the traditional values of Carnatic music and for the profundity of musical expression. Many musicians, musicologists, and critics attended and obtained enormous satisfaction from her private recitals in the city of Chennai, which used to be known as Madras in her times. And her impact on Carnatic music and Carnatic musicians continues until today. Many of the compositions of leading composers, such as Narasimha Charlu, Muttayal Pet Punuswami, Thiruvotriyur Thyagayar and Dharmapuri Subbarayar were composed for or inspired by Srimati Veena Dhanamal. Many of these compositions were in the Javali and Padam formats. In fact, her entire family consisted of some brilliant musicians. The list includes her grandchildren, T. Shankaran, the dancer, Bala Saraswati, the legendary musicians Brinda and Mukta, as well as Dr. Vishwanathan.
1: Before we actually proceed to discussing the snippet itself, I wanted to spend a couple of minutes providing some additional color and perspective into what Chennai or Madras looked like around her when she lived. So let's transport ourselves to the years between 1860s and 1940s. During her early childhood, when she was around 10, she must have been witness to what is now called a Great Famine which struck Madras from 1876 to 78. Around 5.25 to 5 million people died of starvation or disease. And I couldn't help but wonder about the profound impact it must have had on her throughout her entire life. Also, from a historical point of view, This was the Victorian era of British India, which was the time when Queen Victoria ruled India from London. She was born around 10 years after the East India Company closed up shop and she passed away just 10 years before India became independent. From a political and governance standpoint, A.O. Hume, who was amongst the few British administrators in India who were also unhappy by the official reactions to the famine, started the Indian National Congress. Also, for those of you from Chennai, the Theosophical Society moved to Adyar in 1882, and Annie Besant started the Home Rule League in 1916. Finally, from a literary and cultural standpoint, the Hindu, which is today a leading English language daily, with the circulation of over one million copies was founded in 1878, and at that time was published weekly. And the last point, just one year before she passed away in 1937, All India Radio set up their station in Madras. And the reason I wanted to particularly point that out, was today, we take for granted the medium of radio, television, and internet. And musicians all over the world rely on these media channels heavily to make themselves known anyway those must have been fascinating times let's now come back to the topic at hand with your please describe to us what we heard in the snippet
2: what we heard was essentially a raga malika tanam let me explain these two terms now a raga malika literally means a garland or concatenation of ragams. In the snippet that we heard by Srimati Veena Dhanamal, she essentially wove together five different ragams to form the ragamalika. These five ragams are in fact a special group of ragams known as the ghana ragams. The five ragams being natai, gaulai, arabi, varali and Sri ragam. And coming to the second term that I used, Tanam. Tanam is a form of improvisation that is often rendered in Madhyamakala or medium to fast tempo with frequent usage of rhythmic syllables such as Nam, Tam, Tom, etc. which are vocalized and interspersed with Akaram or free-flowing passages. And what is very interesting about the Thanam is that very often there is no explicit rhythmic accompaniment to the Thanam. But there is always an undercurrent of inherent underlying rhythm throughout the rendition of a Thanam.
1: Vidya, I guess the topic of Thanam merits greater attention and elaboration, which we will certainly get to in a subsequent episode. For now, let's focus on the first term you mentioned. Raga Malika and cover it in some detail. By the way, the term Ganaraga reminds me of the famous kritis of Tyagaraja. Has Srimati Veena dhanammal used the same Raga's as in the kritis in her rendition as well? And is there a special connection between Ganaragas and a tanam rendition?
2: Those are both very interesting questions, Devesh. To answer the first one, uh, yes, the ragas that were chosen by Srimati Veena Dhanamal for her ragamalika thanam that we heard in the snippet are essentially the same ones as the ragas in which the famous Pancharatnakritis of Tyagaraja are composed. In fact, these panchratnakritis are commonly referred to as the Gana Raga Pancharatnakritis, and uh, each of the five uh, gems are in one of the ganaragams to uh, specify the names we have Jagadananda Karaka which is the first of the kriti and it has been tuned to the Ragam Natai. Then Tyagaraja has composed the second of the Panchratnakis, beginning with the words Duduku Gala in the Ragam Gaulai, which is the second of the Ganaragams, the third of the Panchratnakritis Sadhing Chene, has been composed in the Ragam Arabi. The fourth of the Pancharatnakritis is Kanakana Kana Ruchira, which has been composed in the Raga Varali. And the final piece, Endaro Mahanu Bhavalu, is in Shri Ragam. And uh, coming back to sri Mati Veena, Danamal Sthanam, it is very interesting that she has followed the same order for the first three Ragams, but she has interchanged Ragam and Varali. She has played the Ragam portion of the Tanam first, followed by the Varali portion. The reason could perhaps be that she played a composition in Varali Raga following this Tanam rendition. And uh, coming to the second question, regarding the relationship between the Ghanaragams and Tanam, these Ganaragams are actually named so because they are considered to be most suited for tanam singing and in fact fast paced or durita kalat tanam is sometimes called ganam.
1: Thanks Vidya. Let's pause here and pick up next time when we will review the ragamalika tanam that Srimati Veenadhanamal played. For now, that's all the time we have. Join us next time at www.ragarasika.com. To learn more about Vidya, visit her online at vidyasubramanian.com. Write to us at ragarasika.com. We are very eager to hear from all of you.
0: Thank you and goodbye. natachil veetire swami yetire veerum swami i